Hello, everyone. Hello! My name is Matt Armando. I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt and Emily! Hello. It's us. We're Hello, here. Hello, listeners. Emily, what's listeners. this podcast about? Oh, Matt, thank you for asking. Um, Matt, this podcast, called TBD, is about tea and friendship and topics. Now, you might say, TBD, where does the tea come from? It's because it's T-E-A-B-D. We're drinking tea this whole time. Where I have a topic that Matt doesn't know what it is. That's the TBD part. Because the topic is to be decided, determined. Why can I never remember? It's We have decided that it is determined. <laughs> okay. It, well, to be determined. And you know what? Matt and I are friends. And sometimes we have friends on the podcast, but we haven't done that in a while. Maybe but again someday. Sometimes. Maybe again sometime. Um, listeners, I also want to share with you something that I am vowing to be happy and chipper and not sad as I have been the last few episodes. And that's a pact I make with you, the listener. I was made with me before we started, too. <laughs> yeah, but this wasn't between you and you and me at that point. It was between me and the listener. Right. So this one is not for me. No, this one's not for you. That's fair. Um, I look forward to you being chipper. Um, ha- have you have you not been chipper? Have you been going around being unchipperful? Um, I think so. I've been a little sad. Mm-hmm. You know, with quarantine and all. Yep. So I'm being chipper. Chipper it up. Reverse the curse, as they say. Yeah. Uh, that was a little phrase we used to say in Boston about the Red Sox. <laughs> hey and you know what the red sox did they they pulled it off they reversed that curse all they had to do was be chipper (laughs) they did it uh (sighs) chipper jones former baseball player for the uh, atlanta braves i knew that good i couldn't prove i knew that because i was about to say he played for the braves but then you said it before i could but i knew that um i gotta get some i gotta get some facts in here One of my crowning achievements and trivia of my life um, is I was in Boston once with my friends and we went to this trivia night and it was, there was like pictures of a bunch of different baseball players from like the early 2000s, which is also the time that I was most paying attention to sports and I like knew all but two of them. And I was like, this was really exciting for me that I knew so many baseball players from this very specific time period. Uh, David Ortiz? Uh, he might have been on there. I just can't remember. Uh, okay. You know what my crowning tri- trivia tri- achievement is? Is the other day I was playing trivia. Uh, a friend of mine um, wrote his own trivia game, like came up with questions. Um, I don't think he wrote all the questions himself, but he sort of like arranged the topics into uh, rounds, you know, did like four questions on the first round and then like a, a, a bonus question and then four f- questions in the second round, and, you know, did the whole thing. Yeah. One of the questions was um, one of those ones where like they give you every like two minutes you get a new clue and every yeah. new clue, the, the, the question is worth slightly less value. Yeah. And there were six of us playing, I think. And the, the, the answer to the question was Peyton Manning. And it was something about how he was a quarterback and... He used to play for um, University of Tennessee, which is like 
the one thing I know or the volunteers or whatever. It's just like the one fact um, that and he played for the Colts. I guess that's like all I know about Peyton Manning, <laughs> but I was, but I'm very aware of who Peyton Manning is. Um, he's a very famous uh, person <laughs> like in Cut and out of football. That you know? me. Cut um, that meat. So that was he, him, right? yeah, it was him. I don't know. I, I don't know these things. So I know the answer on like the very first clue. And then somehow like within the question being asked, I, I start making jokes because like people we're just chatting. This is over Zoom, by the way. So we're all just like having a good time. But a couple of people are still trying to do the answers. And somehow I slipped just the name Peyton Manning into one of my jokes. <laughs> and the two people, the guy who's hosting it and the other person knew the answer were both like not mad at me, but we're kind of like like <laughs> they heard me say it and we're like, damn it, Matt, kind of like that way. But none of the other, none of the people who didn't know the answer realized that I had slipped up. So everyone else still got the answer wrong, even though I shouted out the correct answer in the middle of it. <laughs> Completely on accident. Wow. I wasn't trying to be a jerk. But that's my proudest trivia moment was when I accidentally blurted out the right answer and everyone else was still wrong. <laughs> Matt, I'm so excited for you. In fact, I'm going to play my new instrument. Well. Clang, 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 clang. That was a pencil. Oh, I spilled tea everywhere. Um, that was a pencil on a cup. Um, what do you consider to be the instrument there? The cup or the pencil? Well, I think it's the cup. Yeah. And okay. the pencil is the stick. But I also, sometimes you can't have a drum without the stick. I mean, I guess you could have the drum without the stick. I just want it to sound the same. Yeah. I mean, well, you have a guitar without a you usually have a guitar pick or like the bow for a violin they all have all these instruments have tools to play them but the instrument is the thing you're actually playing yeah a guitar pick is not an instrument is that a is that a hot take i don't know i've never thought about it before <laughs> i me neither but this is what my life has become <laughs> uh, um uh should we get into tea talk? Yes. Let me be, let me get ready. Uh, do I have an instrument? Uh, yes. You had an instrument. <laughs> I know, but I want to change it. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. Now, tea talk. We're listeners talking at home, today. <laughs> yeah, listeners at home might recognize that as the same sound as earlier, except it was with a spoon instead of a pencil this time. I think this one was louder. Which shows you that it's more the instrument than it is the the instrument pluck the tool. thing that does it. Yeah, the instrument tool. <laughs> uh, Matt, Emily, what what oh. tea are you drinking? Oh, I popped the question to you first. <laughs> Darn it! Ugh. Okay, uh, you want to know what kind of tea I'm drinking today? I do. Matt, Matt, and listeners, I'm going to tell you a story. This tea is from my sips by box, um, and. Fun fact, it was delayed by a week, but it did come just in time for this podcast. But I chose this one tea, and I made myself a cup. It's the first time I've had this tea for this podcast, and I made it, and I wanted to bring the leaves in so I could discuss them because they look really cool. And then I promptly lost the tea, and I eventually found it between my bed and a chair. But it was I was real confused for a good five minutes about what happened to this tea. But... 
let's get into what this tea is. Matt, do you are you interested in what this tea is? I would love to hear everything about this tea. Okay. Um, this tea is called gunpowder. Black. Actually, no. It's called black gunpowder. And it is um, made by the company Made of Tea. So, black gunpowder by Made of Tea. Made, and made as in M-A-D-E or M-A-I-D? M-A-D-E. Okay. Um, I believe because the only ingredient in this is tea. Um, this is high caffeine. Ooh, I should save this for tomorrow. Also known as black <laughs> pearls, this aromatic, full-bodied black tea is carefully hand-processed by tea experts in F- Fujian Province, China. Um, and Matt, the reason I really wanted to desperately show you this tea is I'm going to show it to you. And I want you to know that I am not that familiar with gunpowder. Truly, I'm not. But when I look at this tea, I see gunpowder. Wow. Do you see it? Uh, I do. I do. Yeah, it, it looks like little gunpowder. It's like really dark. And they're like little pellets. They're not really like leaves. They look like little pellets. Um, um, do you think they shot a gun near this tea? I think that's the only way to explain the name. Um, the copy on the actual tea says made of tea and nothing else. Um, oh, and the leaves are hand rolled. Did I say that earlier? The leaves are hand rolled, whatever that means. Well, they rolled them by hand. Yeah. (laughs) As opposed to all the other teas that are not rolled by hand or rolled. Um, anyways, this is a black tea. It looks cool. And... Yeah. Wow. Um, I now open I just... the floor to questions. <laughs> um, can what do you taste? All those flavors. Do you taste um, the gunpowder? I definitely taste the gunpowder. Um, I t- I taste the one flavor, which is the black pearl pearls, the black tea. I taste the mm-hmm. flavor. Don't worry. Is what does it what um does it remind you of another tea? You know, it describe it reminds me of the way you described the Madagascan vanilla tea, where it was just like a good black tea. <laughs> uh, that's um, a that's a deep cut. <laughs> you you had it on here like twice, I think. I remember. It's true. Yeah. Uh, um, um. Were you gonna mm-hmm. say something? Yeah. Uh, I don't need to. <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah, this tea, I would say it's definitely a black tea. I'm enjoying the flavor, not to spoil the question earlier. I put um, milk and sugar in it. Um, And I actually made more tea than I have been making for the podcast since we've been doing remote uh, distance podcasting. Um, But actually, fun fact about this tea is that I could re-steep it two more times. There you go. So I keep those leaves going two more times. I got to say, I've been re-steeping a lot um, because I've been home this, like, I don't have, I don't have anywhere to go. So <laughs> I've been re-steeping a lot because I'll I'll make, like, a whole bunch of tea, then I'll drink it all. Then I'm like, hmm, I guess I could just steep this again and drink some more. Yeah, I wonder if I can save the leaves till tomorrow. What do you think? I, I've never tried that, but... Um, 
I think it's probably fine. Yeah, I just don't see myself drinking so much tea tonight. Although I, I don't, I don't know if this is a a, a question worthy of research, but um, if it's better if you did make tea today, refrigerated it, and then heated it up tomorrow, or just have iced tea tomorrow, or that. But if you wanted it hot, <laughs> this is a, this is an interesting conundrum. I'm going to do some research after the podcast, listeners. Next week, I'll update you on if what I did with the rest of these tea leaves. Uh, I'm going to write that down so that I can hold you to it. <laughs> um, one thing I really like about SipSpy, and we're not sponsored, although we should be, guys, Matt is actually writing it down, um, is that they tell you when you can, like, re-steep it and for how many times. So, like, and another tea I'll have in a few weeks, um, I get to re-steep it three to six times, which I would never even think to do. Um... But this one, I am like only gonna re-steep it two times. And then there's some that don't say re-steep at all, so I won't re-steep those. My, I think it's so my helpful. New, my new rule of thumb is if if I re-steep and that's and that re-steeped um, cup is of the same quality taste-wise as the original first couple cups, I will steep it then a third or fourth time <laughs> and i won't stop until i've i've started getting diminishing returns <laughs> uh or like significantly worse tea and then i'm like oh that this one's sense. tapped out <laughs> yeah i worry about this one because it is a black tea so i don't want it to get that like bitterness that sometimes you can get when you leave the tea leaves too long so i guess that's my limit yeah I mean, you can still Guys, steep really it for wish... the same amount of time. Yeah. I really wish um, we were sponsored by Sipsby Box because I have so many nice things to say about them. But it's just so fun. I get I get four new teas every month. And they're just fun. It's just a fun thing. And guys, in this moment in life, we just need a fun thing. We need fun things. Um, we need although, fun things. Although, please... Please do order the subscription box from Plum Deluxe if you want to order something like that. They are a sponsor of this podcast. Listen, all subscription boxes, as a noted uh, fan of subscription boxes, I love all of them. Uh-huh. I've recently uh, re-signed up for Birchbox. I think you have a, I need to be done with my tea talk because I could talk about subscription boxes for so long. Yes. Do you have a Emily. question for me? <clears throat> Emily. Matthew. Do you find this... Made by tea. Uh, you don't remember the name of it? Gunpowder something or other. <laughs> this is black tea. Can we by hold made... it up for you? This is black tea by made by tea. Uh, <laughs> where is that? Oh no no, hold it up, hold it up again. Made of tea. Do it again. Um. Uh, black gun. Oh, black gunpowder. I was. I said that, didn't I? Or did I say gunpowder black? Um, I don't remember. Do you find this? Do you find this black gunpowder by made of tea from your? monthly subscription sips by box uh to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea yeah, thank you so much for asking um this is my cup of tea it's just a solid black tea i'm very much enjoying it i i think i'm leaning towards making this into an iced tea wow. um oh, wow. but i'm i'm truly enjoying it it's um it's tasty it's it's got a nice nice flavor a nice full flavor um, and I have so much more of it to do use, which is really exciting for me. 
That's very good. Very That's good. That's all I have to say. It's very good. Um, I'm happy that you have a good tea. Maybe you'll buy more. Maybe. I do have a 20% off code if I do buy more. Wow. Um, that You know, if you really like it, I say go for it. Matt, I'm, I'm going to go for this tea, but I think we need to find out if you're going to go for this tea. Matt. Yeah. You've told me that you are drinking a new tea today, and I want to know what it is. Yes, I'm drinking a, an, a, a tea we also not had on the podcast, though it is by a company that we've had on this podcast before. Um, actually, last time we had this um, brand was probably about two years ago, if I had to guess. Um, it is by the Adagio Tea Company which is in, uh, based out of New Jersey. And uh, and I think they have a place in England as well. But uh, the, the one that I'm sure this came from New Jersey because I live close enough to that. Um, it is their Thai tea. Um, it does not have a neat name. It is not called, it doesn't have a wild name like gunpowder or anything. But or is, hmm? the Legend of Zelda tea, which is... no. The reason, uh, which is your, which was our OG Adagio tea. That is correct. Um, I don't actually, was that called The Legend of Zelda? I don't remember if it was called that or, it was definitely themed to be Legend of Zelda. Yeah, I um, can't remember. But um, anyways, yes, that is the original reason we had this tea was for um, the uh, Legend of Zelda podcast, which is our first ever with a guest. Shouts um, to Alex Simmons. Had Alex Simmons on it, although Legend of Zelda, I don't believe was his topic. I believe it was mine. And his was, um, I think, this Nintendo. Nintendo, yeah. It was yeah. quite a coincidence. Um, so this is um, basically the same kind of tea that you would have on, um, uh, that you would make Thai iced tea out of. If you went to a Thai restaurant and got Thai iced tea, mm -hmm. um, this is the kind of tea. However, I am not drinking it iced. I'm drinking it hot. I, uh, uh, I followed all the instructions. I will read the description for you. Please do. Um, you know how I feel about copy. To tickle your taste buds with a tantalizing, authentic experience, prepare your own traditional Thai iced tea by pouring the freshly brewed tea over ice, topping it off with your choice of sweetened condensed milk or coconut milk. So that's how you would make this into a Thai iced tea. I just... I just made it hot and I just drinking it. I did put um, I did put honey and milk into it, so it kind of it's just a hot version of that other thing. The ingredients are black tea, honeybush tea, apple pieces, cardamom, coconut, natural vanilla flavor, safflower, and natural coconut flavor. Um, so yeah, this is kind of neat. I've, I've had, I've had, a, I don't know, a hundred Thai iced teas in my life. <laughs> I've never had it hot. And here I just made it myself and I made it hot. Wow. Um, I have so many questions to ask you. One, do you foresee yourself ever in this, uh, ever making a true Thai iced tea out of this tea? Okay. So yes, I could do that. I could definitely do that. Um, the reason that it exists in my apartment at all 
is because uh, Laura, my wife, decided to um, use this quarantine time to do some um, some baking projects. And um, I, I, in fact, pointed her to Adagio teas because she needed this one specific tea that she was having a hard time finding, Thai tea. Apparently, it's not an easy thing to find just like in a grocery store or whatever. And she needed this Thai because she was making a Thai, Thai iced tea pie. Ooh, interesting. And it requires you to make sort of a kind of a pudding. Um, it's kind of it's it's one of those pies. It's it's almost it's not it's it's thicker than pudding, but it required like a sort of pudding that you chill inside of a crust um, with. There's also Nutella in it. And the crust is made from crushed um, cornflakes and like sugar or something. I don't I don't precisely know how it's made, but it definitely has a crushed cornflake crust, uh, a layer, a thin layer of Nutella and this sort of Thai tea pudding thing. So I did sort of experience it in in an iced tea way through the pie. <laughs> um, I will probably also try doing it. Uh, that way as a regular Thai iced tea, although I order a Thai iced tea every time I order Thai food anyway, so I already have that beverage kind of a lot. <laughs> and um, and thirdly, I think third. <laughs> I don't know. I was so wrapped up in the story, I forgot where we were. <laughs> uh, you were asking me if I was going to have it iced, and I was explaining the two ways I've had it already, as a pie and as cold. <laughs> uh i am not to um scoop myself here but i am loving this tea hot is so good (laughs) wow the honey and the milk i already drank and i had to slow this down a little bit but in the in the like 30 minutes we've been on this skype call together whatever or 45 minutes we we've emily and i were talking before the podcast I've already drank yes. two two full cups of this tea, and I'm almost done with it. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I have drank my whole pot of tea, and uh, it's because it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. I'm uh, truly happy for you. And also, I like tea better hot. So now that I know how good it tastes hot, I might. I mean, I might do it ice just for the sake of doing it, but I'm having a great time with it hot. I think there's something fun about making things that you usually only ever get at restaurants. Um, that's why I asked, like how I made that basically a chai latte last week. Um, you know, it was just nice to have a latte in my life. Yeah. Maybe I'll just start ordering the hot version from Thai restaurants. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. Um, I, what, the next question I was going to ask you, Mm -hmm. um, as you know, I like to really dig deep into the ingredients, but, um, do you taste the honey bush tea? And I, I have so many questions about honey bush tea. Like, can we just get that separately? Keep going. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know what honeybush tea is and I don't know if I tasted it, but I mean, it definitely doesn't just, I mean, the number one ingredient is black tea, but it definitely has like that Thai tea flavor to it. So I assume that must be the other teas and some combination of the other ingredients that is typically in a Thai tea. But, uh, this would be the first time I've ever bought it on my own and not just gotten it from a restaurant. So I don't, um... I don't know what really goes into it other than I've, you know, I've read the ingredients, obviously, but I don't know what part makes 
it tastes like what? Like if it's, is the honeybush tea like the main thing that makes it taste this way? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, I wonder if we can just buy honeybush tea separately and see what it tastes like. Gonna have to look into that. <laughs> we have so we have so much to do in this quarantine time. Um, I I think that was those were my two main questions. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where would you rank this in terms of t- other teas you've had on the podcast? Um, this is really good. Um, top uh top ten maybe <laughs> I don't know. Okay, okay. It's, I just wondered it's, if it was your top. It's up there. It's very good, and I'm just like drinking so much of it right now. So. <laughs> Um, I mean, a good sign of how much I really like a tea is how frequently I have it afterwards. Um, you know, I'm liking it right now, but if I drink it a ton over the next week or two weeks, that'll be the real indicator of, of truly how much I love it. Or if it's just like in the moment, I'm loving it. Should I write down to check in with you if you um, have been having this throughout the next two weeks? I'm writing it down. Please write it down. We have Guys? follow-ups. She's really follow- she's really writing it down. She's really going to follow up. <laughs> um, well, yeah, and I'm also slight spoiler alert <laughs> for the listeners at home. I, I just ordered a bunch of new teas for myself also. So we'll see where this ranks among the other teas I, I bought. And if those become my favorites, I guess maybe I should debut them on the podcast. We'll That's see. what I've been doing. I don't have the <laughs> sips by teas until... I debut them on the podcast. They're also only like four servings each, but. Mm -hmm. Well, I've got three new teas coming for me. I I don't actually know when they're showing up. Did I say four? I meant three. I'm not sure what you said. (laughs) If I said four, subtract one from it. If I said three, subtract zero from it. That's the math portion of this podcast. Um, Just to follow up on that. Um, I'm not saying you have to save them for the podcast. I do like an authentic reaction, but mm-hmm. you know, you got to do you. Um, I think I, I'll save them because I, um, can't, I have the, I have the restraint to do that. <laughs> okay, Matt, I have one question for you. Please do ask. I've been and waiting. I feel like you've, you've addressed this, but I, we just, we just got to be clear about it. Mm-hmm. Is this Thai hot? tea your cup of tea or not your cup of tea and it's from adagio go mm-hmm. it's just called thai tea um, okay yeah they don't have a fancy name for it um yeah that's my cup of tea it's really good i'm so so happy for you <laughs> tea talk done tea talk complete so emily matt emmy emmy what's em. happening MLA style. <laughs> That's me. Uh, this week, um, I asked you if you could bring a topic. <laughs> Is that how that happened? I I like to think that every week, whoever has a topic was invited by the other person to have a topic, no matter what. Either okay. in, implicit or explicitly, um, people are invited to bring topics onto the podcast. Now, I have no idea what topic you could possibly bring because it's to be determined. If I knew ahead of time, that would be breaking our one rule. And we're not Batman. And this is not the Dark Knight. We're not breaking our one rule. So, Emily, at this moment, please reveal to me for the first time ever, 
open up the envelope <laughs> and tell me what your topic is. I don't know if that, I just tried to open up an envelope. I don't know if good the sound foley, came good, through. Good folding um, work. Um, but Matt, you know, these topics of mine recently have been really related to quarantine lifestyle. Um, and I actually sat with my mom while eating lunch today and I was like, Ugh, I don't know what to do for this topic. Um, and we brainstormed some ideas and we came up with this one and it's snacks, snacking, snacking and snacks. Snacking you and tell snacks. Me, you eventually got to tell me what the topic is. <laughs> it is. No, I just said it's snacking and snacks. That's oh, the topic. <laughs> okay. What's wrong with that name? It's two names. <laughs> it's because it's, it's two different things. Anyways, what what would you describe as a snack? What? How would you define snack? It's my, I have to do this? Yeah, I'm going to uh, read to you what I found to be the definition, but I just want to know oh, what okay. you think a snack is. Uh, small, small foods between meals. According to dictionary.com, it is a small amount of food eaten between meals. Uh, I believe we almost said the same thing. <laughs> they just had the word amount. Yeah. Um, how would you define a snack food? I have my own opinions about this and I don't have an answer from the internet. Um, any amount of food... Uh, that's small enough to not be a meal. Um, although there are some gray area there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd say food, um, food that is not intended, uh, to be a meal on its own. Food that is not intended to be a meal on its own. Okay. Because here's, so here's, here, uh, here's my conundrum, right? <clears throat> I would say that if you were to eat like, you know, a, uh, a chicken breast, some mashed potatoes and carrots, you have a meal. That's a meal, yes, right? Yes, that's a solid meal. But like carrot sticks, which is part of that same meal, would be a snack. Okay. Um, so. But yeah, so that's what I, that was the what that was the sort of the case I was trying to prepare for. <laughs> see, I was just going to say that I think of a snack as just one thing. But then I thought you can have cheese and crackers and that's a snack and that's two things paired together. Mm. So already my definition's falling apart. Um ants on a log, that's a that's a snack. That's three things. Ugh, I would never. Um I have a quick aside story is that I got a Misfits Markets box this week, which is like a like a subscription box to vegetables that they are like our misfits, so they won't sell them at grocery stores. And it came with like three mangoes and a few oranges and apples and pears, but there was one carrot. Mm-hmm. Just one. That's a snack it was right there. So weird. That's a snack, and I'm gonna eat it as a snack. Um, um, so it's also a meal for a rabbit if you think about it that way. This is not about <laughs> rabbit snacking. It's I'm about people it snacking. Depends on who you are, what a snack is. <laughs> um. So I think of a snack as something that's very quick. You don't have to put any thought into making, and um, you can just eat it either as you go. Or just, like, as you're doing other things. Like, a meal, you generally you sit down, and you're that's what you're doing. But with a snack, mm-hmm. like today, I had a snack of peppers that I sliced up, like a bell pepper that I sliced up, and I <laughs> ate, ate, ate it, ate over half of it, ate an alarming amount very quickly, and I did it as I was doing work. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a very important part, is that it's convenient and fast. 
And that was what was missing from the dictionary definition of snack. But what about something like, uh, what if you did do like cheese and crackers, but you have to like slice up the cheese uh, and things like that? That's that's semi-time consuming. See, yes, I agree. And I have a problem with snacks like that is because I like bell peppers. As I had said, I had one today. But <laughs> when I get food, especially vegetables and like grapes and carrots and uh, cheese with crackers, I have to... As soon as I get them in the house, I have to, like, cut them up and get them ready for snacking. <laughs> or I will never have them. Because when I want a snack, I don't want to put any effort into it. So I have to do the effort before the snacking. Like, two separate periods of time. Mm. I can sort of agree with that. Um, I do like... I wouldn't... I wouldn't... I can agree on the aspect that, like, uh, I have, like, a log of salami in my refrigerator that's not cut up. <laughs> And, uh, certainly part of the reason it hasn't been eaten yet is because I find the cutting up aspect of it to be work. Uh, and like, if I just want to quick something, I just want to grab it, but those aren't ready to grab. Now, if I was better prepared, I would, I would realize like, oh, I'm going to be hungry in about 20 minutes. I should, <laughs> I should start cutting this food up right now. Um, uh, which is why I need to set myself reminders. But, um, yeah. when are you snacking throughout the day, both in quarantine time and in regular life? When, when do you snack? Well, um, let's see. Did I snack today? Um, I have not snacked today. I, um, I usually, well, I guess that's eat... a great question. Go ahead. Do you snack? You don't snack every day? I snack if I'm snacks? hungry. Okay, so it's not an everyday thing. It's just a when-you're-hungry thing. Yeah, kind of. Well, maybe this will clarify. So I like to eat fruit um, every day. Like um, right now I have plums and uh, strawberries and uh, yellow watermelon. Ooh, interesting. Keep going. Are are we interested yet? (laughs) (laughs) and I did have some watermelon today, although I would kind I would consider that I had it as part of my lunch because I had it at lunch, not separate from lunch. And uh, I've not had my plum or strawberries yet, um, although I may have a plum and strawberries later at some point today. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I would consider those snacks. I need to get on them. I just haven't done it yet. Those are the things you have to wash them before you eat them. So that's sort of a prep thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, before I get into my own thing, it just said I had a poor connection or you might have had a poor connection while you were talking. It should have been, it should be fine because it recorded on yours, but just letting you know. Okay. Do yeah. you, I, I snack on fruits. <laughs> um, I also, you know, in my best self, I snack on fruits and things like plums and apples and all those things. But again, there's a preparation piece. Like, even though a plum, I had, all I have to do is wipe it off. I want, I have to think about plums when I go to the grocery store or when I'm ordering things, which I don't often do. And then I have to, like, go about washing them when sometimes I really don't want to put any effort into my snacking. Because when I'm hungry for a snack, I'm hungry for a snack. I eat one banana every day. And one other fruit every day at least. And so, like, that's part of grocery shopping to me. (laughs) Another episode of this podcast from uh, two weeks ago. (laughs) 
Uh, but part of part of like assembling a grocery list is having that having the banana like bananas are on every shopping list because I eat one every day. But then the other is like another fruit. So um, the reason I have plums is because those were the fruit that this week uh, is what got purchased. <laughs> um, or uh, apples are pretty common because apples are almost always in season. <laughs> but uh, so it's not really like a th- has to think about it because it's literally on. It's ha- a fruit has to be bought every time there's grocery shopping being done. <laughs> Um, I'm, a health, I'm a healthy boy. <laughs> um, I like to buy oranges as a snack. That's something that I will buy as a snack. and But not oranges. Let me Ooh. rephrase. I like to buy little clementines, like little cuties. Little cutie little little clementines. A lot of prep um, work in there. Yeah, but you can do it like you can just grab the clementine and go to your room. Like, um, I'm going to tell no, you, there's no what. I don't have to like, it's not, a, it's not really a step because I don't have to be in the kitchen for long. Mm-hmm, I can. Mm-hmm. It's portable. It's portable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might think I'm crazy for saying this, but I wash my oranges before I peel them hmm. um, because it's all the same thing. If you're gonna peel the orange, you're gonna get whatever's on the on the rind on your hand, and then you're gonna touch the fruit on the inside. You make uh, a fair point. Yeah, I, I've been washing all the fruits and vegetables in this time of quarantine, so even oranges. Like more so than I ever would, um, yeah. so maybe that'll you know that'll take, you know that'll uh, lead into the rest of my life. I'm gonna say a gross thing that hopefully maybe this will get uh, maybe people will think about this in the future, but um, that's why like a lot of people call like limes at um, at like a bar or whatever like it's kind of gross because they just like cut through the the lime with the knife and the knife touches the outside of the the lime then goes inside of the lime and then that goes in your drink uh but like in an ideal world you actually probably should be rinsing all your thing all things like that because you don't want the knife going through it to put germs on the inside (laughs) this is the thing i thought of long before uh quarantine by the way (laughs) i do i often buy lemons only to put in my water and i will i always rinse off the lemon before Mm -hmm. i put it in the water because the rind is in the water yeah it's always good. Even if you're going to plunge a knife through that thing, you got to cut that thing up. Or you can wash that um, thing up. All right. Back to snacks. Um, yes. So we both like fruits as snacks. You will have them all the time. I have to put a little prep work into them. Um, and yes, peppers are a snack. Uh, peppers are a fruit that I consider <laughs> a fruit snack. But I also, I love to have celery and carrots as a snack. If I'm, again, if best self, I get those as snacks. Um, and... Do you like but hummus? I, uh, I actually don't like hummus that much. Those are a couple of things that are great with hummus. <laughs> I like chips and salsa as a snack. There you go. Um, although, this is a very tricky thing because I can also have chips and salsa as a meal. Um, do you consider that to be a complete meal or just like a... <laughs> I would not consider it to be a complete meal. I would say that I have had chips and salsa as meals, but it's based more on the amount and laziness than the completeness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I would call that having a snack instead of a meal, <laughs> which so I've done. It's, it's nothing wrong with that, but so then you don't necessarily think the amount of a food makes a snack. It's more the um, 
It's more the type of food that is the snack. I I would say so because I think you can have too much of a snack too. Like if you eat a whole bag of chips, right? Like um, that's still snack food, but you probably ate a meal's worth of it and maybe aren't going to be hungry again for a while, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there have been times when I've snacked too hard. I just love to snack. Sometimes. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you a question about, yeah. uh, I had something prepared and I was waiting for the right moment to bring it up. And I think right here is the right moment. Okay. Tell me. Now I would say that if you eat, you, you eat too much of a snack, that is now a, um, it's not a meal, but it's yeah, whatever you, you've skipped yeah. a meal. It's still a snack. I think that there is a category of food that is tricky to define in this in this uh, paradigm we've defined. And that is hors d'oeuvres. Are those snacks or is it its own category of like pre-meal, like appetizer? Is an appetizer a snack, I guess? Um, And as like an additional thing to that, like some foods in that category could be meals if they were larger. Uh, pigs in a blanket is like having a hot dog, for instance. It's the size of a snack. But it's the size of a snack. This Where is do you come down on this? Uh, this is interesting. <laughs> uh, to me, an appetizer is not a snack because it's pre-meal. I would say it's a pre-meal. Okay. It's not, a, it's not separate. It's part of the meal. Like when you get a three-course about... meal. But yeah. if you're at a place and it's doing like past apps or hors d'oeuvres, hors d'oeuvres, I'm not sure how I... Exactly hors d'oeuvres. That. I honestly, I pulled up the pronunciation. <laughs> um, you know, I don't think I would consider those snacks. Although I think, think maybe technically they are. I I think they're they, they're in a weird group because, um, you mean you could go to a wedding, right? And they might have hors d'oeuvres say before the ceremony. You know, while you're waiting for that. Then you sort of have a ceremony and then you go and have dinner or like some arrangement like that. And then they're they're so removed from the meal that they're not really in the same category as like appetizers, which would be, you know, much more adjacent to the actual meal. Hmm. This is an interesting conundrum that you have brought up to me. But I guess part of me snacking like a snack is something that could be eaten on your couch or in your bed. Or Ugh, in your bed, you've just like, upset me so much. <laughs> food, um, no food in my bedroom. That's that's the rule. There's no food in my bedroom. <laughs> not ever. <laughs> you will never. Listen, you'll not, not find a snack nor a meal. You'll never find a snack nor a meal nor an hors d'oeuvre nor anything in my room that is. Um, you don't have past apps in your room. Wild. Keep no, going. No. When I hire people to be waitstaff in my apartment. They are not allowed to be in my room. Uh, um, no, no food, in the, no food in the bedroom. No, even no listen, drinks I'm either. Unless me- they're like, uh, wa- like water is water and flavored, like uh, seltzer and water are fine. That's all that's allowed in my room that tastes like anything. <laughs> so you don't have tea in your bedroom? No. I wouldn't that's be wild. that. I tea, tea, I probably wouldn't be that... I wouldn't be that weird about tea, um, but I don't. <laughs> you know what I think um, the problem is? Is that, do you have a TV in your room? 
I do not. So my TV is in my room. And so I got to eat snacks in front of my TV. That, I think that's the you know, difference. I will say that I can, I appreciate your circumstance and I think you're allowed to eat in your room. <laughs> Thank um, you. I mean, I was going to continue doing it anyways. I think anyone um, can eat in the room, but I'm just letting you know, there's no food in my room. <laughs> um, Keep that food I'm not eating. I'm eating snacks in my room. Listen, I'm also eating a bunch of M&Ms in my room. M&Ms are a room food for me. <laughs> um, um, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I just love M&Ms. Um, in fact, actually, this kind of brings up me to a good point, is where do you think things like M&Ms and Hershey bars and candy fall in the snack family? True. Uh, that, 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 that really throws another wrench in it all, because... Like now you have to define the difference between a snack and dessert. Um, And maybe even further, a treat. Is a treat a subset of snacks (laughs) or is its own thing? (laughs) See, I would say this is what I'm thinking. Here you go. Um, To put my foot down about it, to put my or put my flag down on where I, I land on this. I would say that those are that any um, anything that has like basically bad um, <laughs> uh, nutritional value for you um, would be either a dessert if it's in close proximity to a meal or a treat if it is not. Um, okay, but what about... Is... Yep. Based on the definition of bad nutritional value, chips are mm-hmm. bad. They're not healthy, but they're not a dessert... Or a mm. treat. Chips are. I think an it has to be a thing. sweet thing. I think it has to be a treat. Has to be sweet. That's I, I, I think, think I agree. I agree in the most. I, I agree because I also think of sweet things as treats. I, I wonder what would happen if we had got somebody who thinks that savory things are a treat. What they would uh, think about that? Like if 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 like somebody who doesn't like chocolate, but loves to snack on, you know, chips or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do they consider that a treat versus snack, you know? Yeah. To me, a snack leans towards the savory side. Mm-hmm. But a treat would be... A treat could be a subset of snack. But I think I think chocolate and, like, I think M&M's and I think all of those things are different than snacks because I will eat a snack because I'm hungry. But I often just eat M&M's because I just want to eat M&M's. It has nothing to do with my level of hunger you're going you are treating yourself i'm treating <laughs> myself to some delicious m&ms um where do you think um trail mix lands on this which can have m&ms in it as well but also have things like nuts and whatnot this is tricky but again i think see to me trail mix is a snack even though it does have the m&ms the saltiness i feel like is the overwhelming i guess not saltiness but the savoriness is the overwhelming category. And the M&Ms are just supposed to break up the savoriness. It does have good utility to it, because if you go on a hike, you want trail mix. It gives you energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you have, like, like if, you have, if you have dessert in, like, the middle of the afternoon, that's a treat, right? It's not a snack. Like, when I had my pie in the middle of yesterday afternoon... <laughs> <laughs> my Thai iced tea pie 
That I considered a treat as well. I didn't consider a snack. But I had it at like 3 o'clock. Ugh. See, I would say that's a snack, but it's a sweet food. So I don't know. That's why I think I think it's a treat. <laughs> I don't think... And I... I, I Treats can't treats maybe are subsets of snacks. I'm not sure. Yeah. I do feel like I do feel like generally treats I think you're right. You're you're eating them more because they're you're having you want to have fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where like a snack can be fun, but also typically serves to like even like chips, like you're kind of doing it because you're like, I'm hungry. Specifically, I need to fill myself myself up with something. Or you're eating them with like, you know. A sandwich, but I guess we're then in meal territory again. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I don't know. And sometimes I eat a Snickers bar if I'm low on energy. <laughs> so now I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, oh, this is it's you know. Listen, snacks are complicated. Um, but I guess I think snacks of as are food that you eat when you're hungry. And not a treat. But anyways, the other thing I wanted to discuss is our favorite snacks. Now, to me, a traditional snack would be something that comes in a bag or a box <laughs> or something like that. We can also throw fruit and vegetables in here. But what are some of your favorite snacks? Well, um, the greatest snack of all time is Triscuits, <laughs> which comes in a bag inside of a box. <laughs> yes, this is what I'm talking um, about. This is classic snack stuff. Triscuits, um, I would say my my all-time MVP for snacking is got to be um, pretzels. I love pretzels. <laughs> I could eat pretzels any time of day. Uh, I could eat pretzels for a meal. I probably have. <laughs> I I love pretzels. They're, they're like a top-tier uh, snack for me. I love every shape of pretzel. <laughs> um, so, I, I, yeah, salty, salty stuff is great, which is also why I like Triscuits. <laughs> yeah. Um, behind the scenes to the TBD podcast is that often, if we're recording two episodes a day, Matt and I share Triscuits as a snack between pods. That's true. Because that's what they have at their apartment. Um, but there's always I Triscuits here. And also, I pretzels. only like. I only like regular Triscuits. I don't like, uh, I don't like, um, those different flavor ones. There's like rosemary and there's like black pepper. I hate all of those. Those are all gross. Um, I, I feel like we had rosemary Triscuits recently and I, I liked them. They were good. Mm. That's all. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, um, I never think about pretzels. Like, I like pretzels, but I never think about them. Like, they would be never be a snack I buy for myself. Like, I would get pretzels if I made, like, a, like a, something I could dip pretzels in. Like, that's the only reason I would go out of my way to get pretzels. I get, a, I get, pre- I've gotten pretzels as gifts, or I've gotten, not pretzels as gifts, I've gotten dipping sauces, like you're <laughs> almost describing, because people know I like pretzels so much. I've gotten them, like, people will buy, like, chocolate pretzel dip and uh, or like blueberry pretzel dip or things like that specifically because they know i like pretzels so much uh i don't really need the dips but i do appreciate the gift and i will eat them <laughs> i like a, I like a pretzel and a dip they're nice they're a nice uh i guess utensil for the dip 
Have you ever been Especially to a store? Especially a sweet dip. Have you ever been to a store that like um, has like a has like a lot of jarred things, and they'll have like tasting rooms and yeah. or a tasting room, and they'll have like free pretzels to like dip your thing into. <laughs> those places are great. <laughs> um, I also do like those places. Um, <laughs> ugh, I wish I could go to one right now, but I'm being chipper. Anyways, um, my favorite snacks. Um, are, well, my favorite snack is Pirate's Booty. A treat that sometimes What is, what is Pirate's Booty? Oh, it's so good. It's like Cheetos, but so much better than Cheetos, and it uses white cheese. Um, so it's like the puffed corn, rice, whatever it is. I think actually Pirate's Booty is both. Um, and it's like puffed somehow. Don't know how. But it has like white mm-hmm. cheddar powder on it. And they're so addictive. Like you go so in thinking, like- I'm just going to have like... You what? go ahead. You go oh. ahead. It, it, it's like, um, it's like super addictive. So you go in thinking you just want like five. And then the next thing you know, you've eaten the entire bag because you couldn't stop because they're addictive and they're so good. I love pirates. Still booty. a snack. I can't, I can't find them right now. <sighs> um, how does it, how does it compare to smart food? Like, um, well, smart food. All the smart food I've had is just like regular popcorn, right? It's got like it's got like it has like a cheddary, cheesy powder stuff on it. Like it's definitely got a cheesy powder on it. Yeah, it's got a cheesy powder, but it is popcorn, right? Like that's the base. Yes. Yeah. This is not popcorn. It's like mm-hmm. think of a Cheeto, that kind of shape. Yeah. But I think it's made differently than a Cheeto. I guess I'm wondering if like taste wise, it's similar because it's got like a. Didn't you say it had like a cheesy thing going on? Yeah. <laughs> right. It might yeah. be a similar taste, but part of the the appeal to me is more the texture. Mm-hmm. Ah. The, yeah. Um, but I think it might actually be just a regional thing because I find it when I'm in Ohio, I find it difficult to find, even though I love Pirates Booty and it should be sold everywhere. Um, my other all time favorite snack is potato sticks. Um, have you ever had potato sticks? Uh, the thin little greasy things. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I have had them. They're good. Yeah. Um, um the way you describe them is absolutely perfect. Uh, thin little <laughs> greasy sticks. Um, and that's why I like them. Growing up, I actually didn't like potato chips that much, but I loved potato sticks, I think, because they were just more grease and they were more like fries. But, ugh, I love potato sticks. Um, do you consider... Um, another thing that I know to be one of your favorite things in the world to be a snack, and that is French fries. No, French fries are a part of a meal. What if you just eat French fries? If you order a side of French fries. Why don't I just fries, eat French fries? No, like, if you are just eating French fries, isn't that a snack? Like, I consider fries in a burger to be a meal. I consider fries on their lonesome to be a snack. That's interesting, because I have gone to a restaurant and just ordered fries. I know. I guess I would say I'm snacking on fries. Yeah. I, I, I guess mean, fries I don't think can it's, be considered I don't think it's disqualified. Yeah. I don't think it's I mean, disqualified. I, I, I'm sort of thinking about um, when you said when you were a kid and eating um, potato sticks, I had a memory of how when I was a kid, I used to snack a ton on cereal, which is also mm. a meal at a different time of day. <laughs> but... Uh, it's uh, 
if you're just eating cereal, it's a it's a snack. It's not a meal. <laughs> um, would you say when you're snacking on cereal, it's dry, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, well, I don't snack often on cereal anymore, but I do like, when I do, I love to snack on Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I think that's a good snacking cereal. Um, yeah, this is more of a kid thing for me. I don't really yeah. buy cereal ever anymore. Yeah, I don't want to say I ever do either. But when I do, it's to snack on. Um, I also like, they have these like berry Cheerios, which I think are good to snack on. I recommend those mm-hmm. as a snack. I don't do, do it often, but again, do recommend as a snack. Berry Cheerios. I do like, I do like Chex Mix, which is also sometimes a cereal. <laughs> um, my uh, niece Chex- loves Chex Mix. Mm-hmm. We should hang out sometime. <laughs> um, here's a interesting twist on the question, although maybe you'll answer with the same answers. Do you have um, traveling slash road trip snacks that you prefer? Hmm. Uh, like f- I'm coming at it from the angle. There are certain things that if I'm driving and I go to a rest stop, I might buy to snack on in the car or possibly also buy before getting on a bus um and Mm -hmm. if i'm traveling far or playing i I would say i'd stick with yeah i'd stick with pirate's booty Ugh, so good Mm -hmm. um but i would also buy i often buy reese cups for when i'm at a rest rest stop or like a groceries not a grocery store like a gas station on a road trip uh but i just i i don't know if that's snacking or just me loving reese cups um Cups are good. Uh, I um I can tell you what I like. Okay, tell interested. me what you like. <laughs> I am interested. Yes. Uh, it is check Chex Mix is one the specifically the bold uh, flavor. Although Not I like bold. a lot of Chex Mix, the bold one is good for traveling. I would say. Um, I also really like Munchies, which is a combination of Cheetos. Doritos, Sun Chips, and something else that I'm forgetting, but it's like a combo, crazy combo, and it's so good because the Dorito like dust. Oh, pre- oh, there's pretzels in it too, because the Dorito dust gets on everything. <laughs> so then everything just tastes like it normally does, but a little bit better because it has Dorito dust on it. <laughs> I do like Doritos. I don't often get Doritos, um, but as you know, my one of my uh, Go to uh, shared foods is a taco dip that you dip mm-hmm. Doritos in. I have Doritos in my apartment right now. Um, and I also like combos. That's my other favorite. Combos. Those are all. Those are great gas station. Pick a bag and just eat a bunch of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the best combo flavor, if, if anyone's wondering, uh, for my money is um, the pretzel, pretzel outside, cheddar cheese inside. <laughs> Interesting. What a good combo, some might say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, tra- I go to get a, lot, a lot of gas stations, so I have a lot of opinions on gas station food. So <laughs> those are my favorites. <laughs> um, I'll sometimes get beef jerky, but really I just stick to the Reese cups. And Kit Kats. I think Kit Kats are a great snacking candy because the mm-hmm. the, the crunchiness in the inside is like actually like substantial. We've discussed this in previous episodes. <laughs> they're, they're healthy. <laughs> they're... They're healthier than other things. Um, I think that's pretty much all I have on snacks, unless you have other things on snacks. Um, 
No, I get to ask a lot of fun questions. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good topic. <laughs> oh, I do have one more thing. Um, mm-hmm. Do you find yourself snacking more in quarantine time or snacking the same amount or less? Uh, probably less because uh, my meals are more regimented. So I don't have to snack as much. Where like it used to be if I was like, oh, I probably won't eat for a while. I should snack on something. Um, that was more of like when my life was less certain and now everything is so certain. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Okay. I would say I'm snacking more. So, but I think that's because I, um, well, partly because I'm actually getting snacks. I often forget to buy snacks when I go to the grocery store. But also I, um, you know, I just, I think I may am snacking more because it, it kills time. <laughs> That's a good reason. Um, but I guess the thing is, like, I was always, I've always been eating the, f- like, couple of fruits a day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that that element is, which I've kept going, <laughs> has always been there. And um, really, the only, the thing that I'm not eating is, like, oh, I waited till 6 o'clock. I forgot to have dinner, but I have to go see a comedy show at 7. I don't have time for a whole meal right now. I just better eat some Triscuits. <laughs> like, that's not happening as much as it mm-hmm. uh yeah. Snacking what? is a thing I do more when I'm less prepared. <laughs> that makes sense. And also as and also as I just mentioned, uh traveling and I'm not doing any traveling right now, so Yeah. Um, no traveling. No combos. I haven't even, I haven't had combos in months. <laughs> you should order yourself some combos. Treat yourself. Um the other day I did have to go to uh uh a Rite Aid and uh pick up some things and i was in the line and the line has like six feet between everything and it's very complicated and but i was standing there and i saw like the candy you know the the impulse items in front of me and i wanted to buy something but i couldn't figure out what i wanted because i couldn't stand like close to any of it (laughs) and i also couldn't find the snickers bar which is probably my favorite um candy bar And so I just bought nothing and I was like, damn, this social distancing is ruining even my candy buying routine. <laughs> um, um, I will say I very yeah. rarely left a store like Rite Aid or Dwayne Reed or CVS without getting some sort of, honestly, probably Reese Cups or a peanut butter M&Ms. I very rarely leave because the impulse purchases work on me. They really do. Um, they don't often work on me, but I have been thinking about how I haven't had, I haven't had a candy bar in a long time since oh well that's not entirely true i have these little kit kats from uh, japan still in my apartment but probably other than those i haven't had candy since like christmas Mm -hmm. i had Mm. a little bit of a chocolate bunny today that was my after school treat snack treat snack that i i do have uh i do have mini eggs so i i have those those are not a bar but they are dessert (laughs) Um, all right. I all think right. we're good then, right? Yeah. Topic done. Topic complete. Uh, um, I have one yeah. correction if we want to do it. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, this. Okay. This is from the reading episode we did a few weeks ago, and it's from Katie about Tay Lewin. And she says, the, just wanted to back episode? Emily. When we talked about reading, it was the, um, I think it was the two year anniversary episode when I talked about reading. Oh, because you, because... Because reading is originally from an other another episode, 
yes. reading reading and binge watching uh television with Sasha Turan uh that was f- uh a long time ago. <laughs> yes, yes. On my updated reading topic. Uh I talked about about a book called Pretty Girls and my friend Katie says this, just wanted to back Emily up on the claim that Pretty Girls is both very good and very creepy. She got both me and my mom to read it. And I think this is a very important uh, thing to read is because I think, you know what, this book does not sponsor this podcast either, but everyone should read this book. It's so good. It's so <laughs> creepy. Read Pretty Girls. So That's not, the really end of... cor- not really a correction, but... Uh... It's just, listen, <laughs> Carly's Correction Corner is really more of a time I talk to the listeners mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. reading this book. <laughs> Uh, very good, very good. And, um, I'm going to, I'm going to issue a, I don't know if it's a correction, but we've had, this is our fourth Adagio T that's been on the podcast. Uh, the first one was called Legend of Zelda, uh, straight up, which I still have some, by the way, I haven't finished that T. Um, we also had the Gemini T, uh, roughly a year ago because it was for my birthday. Yep. Yep. And, uh, we also had the Adagio, um, Masala Chai. Oh, yeah. Do I remember that? Um, that was also very that. early on in the podcast. And, uh, yeah, we haven't had any since then, but now we, we've got a new one. Wow. And also they delivered it in, like, a day, so maybe I'll order from them again. <laughs> um, maybe you should. Maybe I will. Wow. All uh, right. I'm, I'm good. You good? I'm good, too. Yeah. All right. Well, I've been Matt Armando. I've been Emily Riggins. And you've been listening to TBD with Matt and Emily. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.